Ruvin Daf Kof Aleph, the last thing we were discussing was about not using a tree on Shabbat. Anything lower than three is connected to the ground. We said it's okay. Then we talked about uh, walking on the grass. And then from there we got into a little bit of the halachot of Tzenyot, Tashmisha Mita, and so on. And with that we're starting... Dav Kof Aleph, Mamash on the top, by the Mishnah, Hadelet Sheba Mukzeh. Mukzeh is a backyard area that you don't really use much, maybe use it for storage. So you don't put like a real door over there. You put uh, a piece of wood over there. Maybe you don't like you connect it with hinges and everything. You connect it maybe with a rope or something like that. Or the Hadakim Sheba Pirza, or you put the a pile of thorn uh, from a thorn bush to cover a hole in your uh, fence, umachzalot or reeds that are supposed to cover a hole in the fence. And you don't uh, you you don't lock with them on Shabbat because it looks as if you're building elaim ken gevohim unless they're a little bit off the ground. So this way you could see that they're not a real door. Or in the Gemara starts urminhu. Delet anigreret. You have a door that is dragged on the floor. Mahzelet anigreret. A mat, a reed mat that's uh, dragged on the floor. Vekankan anigrar. Or if you have a part of the plow that uh, is dragged on the floor, it's tied up. Bismanchik shurin utluim. If they're tied up and they're hanging, even though they're on the ground, no alin behen b'shabbat. You could use them to lock on Shabbat. Ve'ensarich lomar b'yom tov. And of course on yom tov. And bottom line is you see that even though, as long as they're hanging, meaning as long as they're tied, uh, even if they're on the floor, it's okay. Now, in our Mishnah, it sounds like they have to be a little bit up in the air. So, Amar Abaye, Abaye explains, B'shi'esh lehem tzir. The Brayta over here is talking about that uh, there's a hinge. And uh, since it, it looks like a door, therefore you're allowed, to, uh, you're allowed to close it on Shabbat and Yom Tov. You don't have the problem where it looks like you're building, and therefore it's mutar. But our Mishnah, where you don't have a hinge, and therefore the only way I'm going to be able to tell that it's a door is if they're above ground. And Rava is even lenient, where even if it once upon a time had a hinge, doesn't have a hinge anymore, people can still more or less tell that it's a door, and that's good enough. Even if it's uh, dragging on the floor, it's okay. Metive, we learned in a Braita. Door, the reed mat, the the piece of the plow that is uh, that's being dragged on the ground by the doorway, and there is a hinge. If they're tied and they're hanging and they're above ground, even if they're above ground, even the size of a hair, then you could uh, you could uh, lock that you could use them to close the door on Shabbat. If not, you don't have these three uh, conditions. That they're tied, they're hanging above ground. Then and you can't uh, you can't use the, you can't use them to lock on Shabbat. Now, this is a problem with Abayi and Raba who hold that uh, it needs a hinge. Over here doesn't mention the hinge. So Abayi metaretz letame, Raba metaretz letame. Both rabbis will explain according to the shita. Abayi metaretz letame. Abayi explains. You're allowed to close on Shabbat, or sheish lanesir, or he adds uh, one more condition that there is a hinge, or kshegovahim in aretz, or if they're uh, they're to- they're above ground, if there is no hinge. Ravametaritzatamiraba explains by adding to the breitak shehayalehensir if it had a hinge, or shegovahim in aretz, or it's above ground. Tanu rabanan sochek kotzim b'havilim. 
you have branches of thorns and havilin or piles sheit kinan that you just piles of uh, reed or whatever or, or branches that you just put them there as uh, you know you put them in a load and you want to put it in a hole in the in in the in the yard there's a hole by the wall there's a hole by the gate by the fence and you just want to use it just to close it up if they're tied up and they're hanging you could use it to tie on Shabbat and of course on Yom Tov you have a door that is a widow which means it's not exactly it's not a full door then if it's on the if it's dragged on the floor then you can't use it to, to close the door on Shabbat because it looks like you're building. So what's considered a widow door? Some say if it's made from one board. Or some say it doesn't have a cross beam. Meaning to, to put it together. Uh, the way they used to make a bonfire, they would put like logs together. And then they would put the little uh, tiny branches that uh, start the fire, the kindling wood, on top. Uh, if you put the the, the tiny uh, on Shabbat, if you if you want to use it as let's say to cover an area, like a hole in a fence or something like that, the way you have to do it is you have to first put the kindling wood on top and then put the uh, the logs, the the heavy logs, on the bottom. It doesn't look like you're making a building on Shabbat. So again, to put the if you're building it from up down, that's okay. From down up, is asur. A person who wants to cook an egg, you want to put it on a tripod, on a grill, whatever you want to put it on. You have to put the egg on top first and then sneak the tripod at the bottom of it. Same idea when you want to make, you want to cook a. Uh, what you want you want to cook is you put a pot on top of two barrels and the fire under so you first uh, put the, the pot on top and then you sneak in the uh, the barrels same thing with the bed you want to make a bed on Shabbat you put the, the first the mattress and then you put the the frame at the bottom again same idea when I'm putting uh, barrels one on top of the other in my basement I first put the top one then I put the bottom one I don't put the bottom one in the top one this uh, Tzedoki told uh, you guys are like uh, thorns. The best ones are like thorns. See, you're a thorn. Look at the end of the Pasuk. Our straight ones protect us like a sukkah. Ve'ela my tovam kehedek. So then, what's the, then? What does that mean that the best ones are like thorns? Keshem shehadakim alalu meginim alapirza. The same way, a th- uh, pile of thorns uh, cover up and they they protect a hole in the fence. Kach tovim shebanu meginim alim. The best ones of the, our best ones protect us. Davar acher. Not another explanation. Tovam kehedek shemehadkin et rashaim legehinam. That are good ones. They uh, they thorn or they uh, they hurt the the bad ones and they send them to Gainam Shinemar Kumi Vadoshi Batsion get up and smash the Batsions the Jews Kikanech Asim Barzelu Fasotaich Asim Nehusha that your your feet are going to be like metal and copper Vahadikot Amim Rabbi and you're going to crush a lot of the bad nations. 
Now the next Mishnah starts. Lo amad adam A person can't stand in a shute achid. Pick up, stick out his hand. Pick up a a key in a shute rabim. Veiftach beshute rabim and unlock a door in a shute rabim. Even though you're not moving it for amot in a shute rabim, still we're always worried that you might come to bring it into a shute achid. Same idea backwards. Beshuta rabim veiftach beshuta yachid. You're standing in a shuta rabim and open the door with the key in a shuta yachid. We're always worried you're going to bring it to you. Unless you made a partition that's taller than ten tefahim and you're standing on that partition, so it becomes a shuta yachid, and you're going, you're putting your hand into a shuta yachid, and that becomes okay. That's the very bimeir. Amrulos hachamim told the bimeir maase beshuk shel patamim. There was a there was a story in the marketplace of the butchers, Shehayabirushalaim, Shehayu no Alim, that the butchers would lock the doors of their stores. They're standing in the shuk, and the lock was above ten tefahim. And they would leave the key in the in the window uh, that's above the door. And bottom line is you see that you're allowed to stand in a shoot harabim, which is the market, and lock something in a shoot ayahid. It wasn't the butcher's market, it was the marketplace with all the wool. So now the Gemara asks the famous question, according to your shitad, with the market in Yerushalayim, Rabbi Meir is talking about Rishut Rabim, and you're talking about Carmelite. Why? Because Yerushalayim would be considered a Rishut Rabim if, if it didn't have doors that lock uh, during the night. Why? Because it's wider than 16 Amot, 600,000. We saw this Machlok a couple times in this Masechet. Rabbi Meir is talking Rashut Rabim, and you're talking about a Carmelit. Maybe the rules are totally different. What you you're comparing apples and oranges? Amarav Papa, Kan Kodem Shenifretzu Ba Peratzot, Kan Echad Shenifretzu Ba Peratzot. Rabbi Yochanan called it a Carmelit with the doors closing. That's before the walls were uh, were broken into, and therefore it was a it was a uh, it was a Carmelit. But after the walls were opened, it is now considered a shoot arabim. Amar, he gives a different explanation. Sefa atan gina. Really, Rabbi Meir holds the same idea with the Carmelite. You know, put your hand out from one shoot to a Carmelite and open the same idea. And we're talking about the we're talking about the gate of a gina of a, of a garden, and that's a that's a carmelite. And this is what's missing in the Mishnah. You can't stand in a shutahid and open a door in a carmelite or stand in a carmelite and open a door in a shutahid. Unless in the Carmelite you made a partition that is 10 tefahim tall, and then you would be able to, to lock Amrullah. Uh, and they told Hachamim told them, and Hachamim brought, uh, brought a, you know, and they brought a good proof against the Rabbi Meir about from the Shuk of Yerushalayim, which Shahayun uh, Alin, they were to lock the doors. And the, the window, and they put the, 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 the key in it. And they would put it, uh, they put the key in the, in the window above the doorway, and it was over 10 tefahim. 
And the Rabbi Yossi Omer, Shukshot Samarimaya. And bottom line, it was the, and Rabbi Yossi holds it was, uh, it was the wool market. But bottom line is, you see that Yerushalayim, which is a Karmelit, and they were, it was mutar. So that, and that's the mahloket. The Rabbi Meir said it's totally asur, even in the case of Karmelit. And Hachamim want to show them that, the, hey, in, in Yerushalayim's marketplace, which was a Karmelit, it, they were doing it and, no, and there was no problem. The doors of a of the garden gateways, you know, they allow you to get into the garden from a Rishut Rabim. The garden is a Karmelit, the Rishut Rabim is a Rishut Rabim. If there's a gatehouse, let's say something the size of a Rishut Yahid, uh, let's say a security guard uh, booth. If it's on the inside of the garden, then you could lock, unlock it from the inside. If it's on the outside, then it's part of Rishut Rabim. You can lock and unlock it from outside. If there's a, if there's that booth on the inside and the outside, you could lock, lock it and unlock it from both sides. If it doesn't have uh, that booth on either side, you're not allowed to uh, lock and unlock it from either side. Same story, you have stores that are open to Rishut Rabim. If the lock of the door is below 10 Tefahim and therefore it's, part, it's a Karmelit, you could bring a key from Erev Shabbat. While well, still day, put it on the threshold next to the door, and the mahar and the next day you could uh, lock and unlock it, and then put it on the threshold. But if the lock is above 10 tefahim, and it's already considered a shutayahid, and you can't leave it on the threshold, which is a karmelit, and pick it up to the shutayahid where the lock is. Therefore, you bring a key from already from Shabbat, Arif Shabbat. Friday afternoon, and you will leave it on top of uh, the lock, uh, somewhere in that area where it's a shoot The next day you could lock, unlock, and put it back to wherever you put it. Even when the, the lock is above 10 tefahim, you could bring a kerf shabbat, on the threshold, the next day you can unlock, lock, whatever you want to do, and put it back on the threshold, or you put it on the window that's above the door, if it's uh, less than 4 by 4 tefahim, this uh, window, it becomes like a makom patur situation. If it has four by four, it becomes now a shut yahid. And asur, you're not allowed to put the key over there that you open the lock with. Why? It's like taking out from one reshut to another reshut. Even though the key goes through a makom patur, which is the, the, the lock area. Now, now, when you're saying also the same idea with uh, stores, the key of the stores, it sounds like we're talking about the threshold, which is considered a Karmelit also. Meaning if the Resha is talking about a garden, which is a Karmelit, and the Sefa is talking about a store, which is also a Karmelit. This lock that you speak of, what exactly are you talking about? If it doesn't have a 4 by 4 Fahim, it's Makom Paturu. It's a Makom Patur. 
Why is it that if it's uh, more than ten tefachim tall, according to Rabbi Meir, now that I put uh, the, the key over there on the threshold, it's Carmelite. Opposite, it should be mutar because uh, it's a makom patur. And if it does have four by four tefachim, then it's a reshut ha'chid behalem arabanana. And over here, Rabbanan are going to say, Even over here, the Chachamim are going to say that when it's above 10 Tefahim, Chachamim allow you to bring the key of Shabbat, put it on the threshold, and tomorrow you could lock, unlock, put it back on the threshold, or to the window, or you put it on top of a window that's on the door. But over there, it's a clear case of Carmelite Rishut Yahid, and it should be Asur, even according to Rabbanan. No, we're talking about a lock area that doesn't have a 4 by 4 Fahim and should be a Makom Patur. But the door next to it has room where I can etch out and make it a 4 by 4 area. This is the Mahloket Rabbi Meir and Rabbanan, the famous Mahloket, Rabbi Meir Savar Hokekin Lashlim. Rabbi Meir says, We imagine that we etch four by four Tfahim by the door, and since it's above ten Tfahim and we're etching out a four by four area, now the lock area becomes a Reshut Yahid, and the threshold is a Carmelite, and you can't take out from a Carmelite Reshut Yahid. We don't, uh, we don't imaginary etch a 4 by 4 area, and since now it's a Makom Patur, therefore I could put it on the threshold, which is a Carmelite, and take it out to a Makom Patur. And right then and there, Tosafot asks, then uh, if it's a makom patur, then I don't need to even put it on, on the threshold, which is a carmelite. I can put, I could even put it in reshut harabim, and 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 just and pick it up from reshut harabim tomorrow and open up the 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 key, uh, the lock, which is a makom patur. And Tosfot says, well, yeah, you can technically do that halachically. The problem is if you put your key in reshut harabim, you're going to lose your key. Meaning practically, it doesn't make sense. Halachically, it's okay. From this bright we learn three things. Number one, we understand that Rabbi Meir holds Hokekin Lashlim. Okay. Rabbi Meir retracted a statement regarding the, 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 the gateway house. He admits to Hachamim that a person could stand in a Carmelite, open a lock which is in a different Rashut, and he's not worried that you're going to bring the key back to a Carmelite. That's why he said in the Sefa, you're allowed to stand on the threshold, which is a Carmelite, and open a, do- a door, even though the, the keyhole is Reshut Ayachid. number three, he understands, we learned from Midrabanan, Ital Dravdimi, from the Rabbanan, agree with Ravdimi, the Chiatar Ravdimi, and Ravdimi came from Eretz Yisrael, Amar Yohanan, he said in the name of Yohanan, Makom, She'en Bo Arba'a Al Arba'a, if you have an area between Rashut Ahid and Rashut Arabim that doesn't have a 4x4 area, but it is 3 Tfahim above the ground, it is Makom Patur. Remember, anything less than 3 Tfahim is part of the ground, but if it's above 3 Tfahim, it's Makom Patur. And Mutal Ibn Rashut Arabim, Ibn Rashut Ayahid, people of Rashut Arabim and Rashut Ayahid are carrying a load, they're allowed to put their load on top of it, as long as they don't switch loads. And even though it's not an Isur Deoraita, but it's still, it's still Asur Midrabanan, because you might come to switch loads. 
And we're going to compare the same idea over here with the key. That the hachamim are going to say that, yes, if the, the keyhole area is a makom patur, but the window that on top of it is a 4 by 4 area and it's a shute yachid, uh, technically, there's nothing wrong with uh, putting, uh, you know, using the key and then putting it back. But since it's a problem with the rabbanan, like we saw with the shoot rabim and can't put, they can put their load on it, but they can't uh, switch off. Same thing over here. You can't uh, put your key. Uh, you can't pick up the key, use the key, and then the shoot. In the shoot, it's makom patur, and then put it back in the shoot yachid. Now the next mishnah. Again, we're talking about closing doors on Shabbat. Neger sheyesh berosho gelustera. You have a bolt that locks the door and it has a knob at the end of it. Rebili ezer oser. You know how to use it on Shabbat. It's uh, tied and it's hanging. Rebili osi allows it. By the fact that it has a knob, it's like a, it's like a keli. Then it's not a part of building. Amar rebili ezer maase bekneset shebetevaria. There was a shul in Tevaria. That they were lenient with this type of uh, bolt. No, it was an opposite story that uh, they were mahmir and they taught them to be lenient. You can, you're allowed to use this uh, this lock. Now the Gemara explains. If this lock, this bolt, is hanging and you could uh, hold it by the rope, no one's going to argue and say that it's a sewer. Everyone's going to tell you it's mutar because you could tell it's a keli, it's a lock for a door. It's not part of uh, the building. Not, you're not building anything over here. Keep lige. Where's the machlok at When it's tied with some, with a rope that's so weak that if I pick it up, it's going to break it. Why the more savar the Rebiosi holds kevande yesh beroshoglustera that since there's a knob at the end of the bolt torat keli ala then it's a it's a keli and uh, you know you could say there's a string plus the, the knob and okay we could say it's mutar more savar and and Rebiosi Ezra holds kevande no nital beigdo lo since you at the end of the day you can't hold it by the rope and it's gonna it's gonna break therefore you're not allowed to use it it's considered as if it's not even hanging over there. Of course, Rebili Ezer, the shita that the knob means nothing if it's not hanging. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem, le'olam, amen, ve'amen.